You're listening to the Canvas Insider, episode 30. My name is Chris Powell, and I am the Canvas admin for Western Washington University in Bellingham, Washington, the northwest of the northwest. My mission is to arm you with information, skills, and perspectives to improve your relationship with Canvas and get you to happy hour sooner. Let's get started. Hello, Canvas Insiders. I'm thrilled to be sharing episode 30 with you. I'm not sure where I'm headed with this podcast, but I'm grateful that you're listening and joining me along the way. So thanks for listening. So I don't have any Canvas tips or ideas to share with you in this episode. I currently am working through some stuff with my work as Canvas admin, and I guess you can consider this some verbal processing. So this just in, breaking news, it's February, and I'm tired. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's tired. While I'm happy to help resolve my client's Canvas issues, I am mentally spent. Last week, I shared some statistics with one of my faculty clients who actually was interested in learning about the work I did once we all went remote in spring 2020. Imagine that, someone interested in the work I'm doing. The only metric I was confident enough to share with this professor was the number of emails processed and the number of hours scheduled in one-to-one or one-to-many consults via Zoom. I mean, what other metrics do management care about for evaluating the work of an employee who doesn't create anything, does not utilize project management resources, and does not sell anything to add to the company's bottom line? In fact, I'm kind of a liability on the company's bottom line because all I do is take up salary and I don't really have, it's an intangible asset that really doesn't get reflected on the balance sheet. Anyway, uh, so all I do is provide information. My faculty clients at Western don't go, hey, Google, when they have a question about their Canvas course, they go, hey, Chris, but I'm getting off track. So after I sent that email to my faculty client, I paused and then I went back into my sent email to read what I had shared. And how many times do we actually go back to our sent items to actually read an email, read our words? That's rather rare, I'd imagine. I was fairly shocked to share that for spring, summer, and fall quarters, nine months in 2020, I single-handedly processed 11,000 emails and I logged 210 hours of Zoom client consults. And my brain just isn't smart enough to figure out how many days that is right now of uh, hours of Zoom consults. See, those two numbers, 11,000 and 210, they make me want to go lay on my bed and take a nap. And by the way, please don't think this is a competition. I know that there are Canvas admins out there who have done so much more than me I've been to Instructure Cons. I've seen the absolute ninja superheroes that are among us with other Canvas admins and other institutions. I, I know about the stereotypical tech professional always bragging about how much they know. See, my days of the bench press contest in the gym took place a long time ago. That's not where I'm at right now. I'm sure you, my amazingly talented Canvas insider, have your own staggering results of the work done these past three quarters or two semesters in 2020. Am I suggesting you should be proud of the work you did? Absolutely. You gotta do what you gotta do to make it through the work day and persevere to that day sometime in the future will things, where, when things will slow down. Yeah, right now for episode 30, I'm not sure things will slow down uh, <laughs> the way things are going. Hence, I'm tired. But on another topic, I recently learned something about myself as a Canvas admin. So I'm going through my pile of email requests from my clients in the morning, and I'm seeing a number of emails where the teachers aren't specifying the course they're referring to. 
the name of the quiz they messed up or the name of the student who sent them a cranky email telling them something was wrong with their course. Now, I usually send a follow-up email requesting specifics so I can help them, but when I grumbled about just the sheer number of all of these ambiguous emails, my wife, my beautiful wife, who's not a tech nerd like me, gave me a wonderful gift. She gave me the gift of perspective, of someone who's not immersed in Canvas 40-plus hours a week. See, she made me aware that teachers, instructors, professors, a lot of them, teach conceptually. They think big picture. And that differs from my work as a Canvas admin. My work, and I'm only speaking for myself, is technical in nature. So they aren't used to communicating specifics. And my emails rarely include conceptual information about their Canvas course. There's links to instructors documentation online to talk about concepts involving your Canvas course. I'm always giving them a laser beam specific way to resolve their issue. And I realized that neither of us are going to change our default mode of instruction. This helps in decreasing the grump factor as I'm receiving these imprecise requests for help. See, I know where they're coming from and I know that they're not gonna get specific right off the bat. It's just a little bit more time to be able to say, hey, tell me more. But I also have my trusty text expander keyboard shortcut to quickly autofill my response, requesting more information to solve their actual course quiz or student's issue. So I guess my public service announcement for this show could be Canvas admins. Be aware that your clients may not all be using the same mindset as you. They think differently. And it's up to you to understand your client to serve them better. Even if it takes a follow-up email or two for more details to help fix things for them. So there you have it. I appreciate you listening to episode 30 of the Canvas Insider. And boy, I'm happy to reach 30. This is a wonderful thing. If you're inclined, I'd love to have you subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're currently rocking. And if you have a free moment, say hi on Twitter. I'm at Canvas Insider. Until next time, always invest in yourself. You're worth it. And take a nap if you feel like it. It's really refreshing. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.